I'm Cesar Rubio, five-time past master of Palm Springs Laws number 693, and this is Masonic Muscle, where we focus on the strongest aspect of Freemasonry, a virtuous education of the mind, fortifying it with wise and serious truths, encouraging all brethren to increase their level of fitness one degree at a time, making exercise and study a cornerstone of your daily routine because Freemasonry is work. When you put in the work, you get closer and closer to the point within the circle. Masonic Muscle. We give you more light, but no light weights. All of this to help us explore the mysterious origins of Freemasonry. And now, new to you, brethren, thank you for listening. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, you can now make donations to Masonic Muscle on Spotify. This will help uh, the show grow, uh, you know, showing your generosity. Buy me a cup of coffee. It's going to help only, it, it'll only help improve the show, improve the quality of the, of the show, the sound and, and uh, you know, research, things like that. And also, above all, it will ensure that I have enough caffeine in my bloodstream to keep me hyped up. And have enough energy necessary to keep bringing you quality content, doing all kinds of massive push-ups, bar dips, rows, reading Masonic books, documents. Some of them are boring. I got to tell you, some of these Masonic documents are boring. No, not all the mysteries of Freemasonry are what it seems. But anyhow, and if you haven't, subscribe. Hit that subscribe button. You know, if you don't have enough strength, this is what I'm telling you. This is where you do the push-ups. You do the squats. You uh, get on the row machine. You know, you get on the treadmill. Get, get on your bike. Get out there and get you some. And hit that subscribe button. Much appreciated. It helps everything. It helps, every, it helps make everything easier, that's for sure. Today's show is a good one. I will be reading off to you the history of Palm Springs Lodge number 693. And just like all lodges, they, we all have a unique origin story. And here is ours. This was prepared by Mark N. Gibson, past master of Palm Springs Lodge number 693. And this is what he brought to our awareness. Palm Springs in the 1940s was a mecca for the Hollywood famous and captains of industry from throughout Southern California. The Hollywood studio system at the time often required all stars and staff under contract to reside within two hours of Hollywood so they would be available for any filming or production needs. The close proximity to Los Angeles and the Sleepy Village atmosphere provided the rich and famous with a relaxing respite from the hustle and bustle of business, work, or fame. The small community was accustomed to seeing many celebrities and allowed them the privacy they craved. Palm Springs was a small village at the time, known as the Early Garden Basket of the United States, the date center of the world, and as the playground of the stars. All local mail was addressed the village, and two postmen serviced the entire village. There was no home delivery at that time. Many prominent Freemasons had homes in the area, including Clark Gable, Gene Autry, 
Jack Warner, Hoagie Carmichael, Mel Blanc, Red Skelton, Henry Ford Jr., and many others. Along with them came their friends and business associates. Many from the entertainment industry retired to the Palm Springs area from stage crew, makeup, writers, producers, and otherwise. And they brought along their Masonic connections and affiliations from home. As the area's population grew, so did interest in starting a local Masonic Lodge. Palm Springs Lodge No. 693 originated as an idea by a group of Masons that would meet for lunch each week in Palm Springs back in 1937. Some of the men were second home residents, and many were members of San Gorgonio Lodge No. 668 in Banning, the nearest local Masonic Lodge at that time. They felt that there was sufficient interest and Masons in Palm Springs to warrant the chartering of a lodge in the area. They established the Palm Springs Masonic Temple Association, incorporating their bylaws March of 1944, and set about to purchase land to build a Masonic Center and charter a local lodge. Francis Crocker, father of the Palm Springs Tram, was a charter member and driving force in the effort. Another local Mason, Dr. Frank Wood, was the first dentist in town and was especially popular because he had the finest hitching post in town for his patients to tie up their horses. On April 2, 1947, these lunch club members met at San Gorgonio Lodge Number 668 at 8 p.m. The meeting was called to order by Most Worshipful John R. Moore, Grand Master of Masons in California for the purpose of issuing dispensation for Palm Springs Lodge Number 693 under dispensation with the following additional Grand Lodge officers in attendance. Deputy Grand Master Chester W. Warlow. Grand Secretary Lloyd E. Wilson, past Grand Master. Senior Grand Warden John Al Plummer. Grand Sword Bearer John Bright. Grand Marshal Edward Stewart Jr. Grand Percivant Percy Bruner. Acting Grand Chaplain Arthur Paulson. The Grand Master was assisted by many Grand Committee men and inspectors. The dispensation was read by the Grand Secretary and the following officers were appointed. Worshipful Master Oscar G. Carlson. Senior Warden Maynard G. Meade. Junior Warden Maurice I. Libet. Treasurer John Archibald. Secretary Lee Callback, Chaplain Jules Watlett, Senior Deacon Charles S. Raymond, Junior Deacon G.K. Sanborn, Marshal C.H. Sampson, Senior Steward E.E. Lilly, Junior Steward Bryson Amos, Tyler William Leonesio. In addition, the following original members were present. Lloyd Simon, Arthur Bailey, Kenneth Kirk, Harold West, Henry Greeley, Chet Cooper, Marvin Sale, Francis F. Crocker, Harrison Lusler, W.R. Hillary, Val Alchain, K.L. Du Bois, P.B. Sheptenko. 
The first meetings of Palm Springs Lodge, then under dispensation, were in a small room over Tanner's Garage at 1000 North Palm Canyon Drive, a local auto repair facility. The room was so small that it was necessary to place the altar in the east to obligate a brother. A piece of land had been donated as a location for a possible Masonic Lodge building near Sunny Dunes and South Palm Canyon, the current home to KFC. That site was deemed unsuitable at the time due to flood control issues and the adjacent wash. The property was sold and land purchased at the current site from the Agua Caliente Indian tribe. This was the first fee-purchased land in what was known as Section 14 of the Early Southern Pacific Railroad map. The first Masonic Center building was purchased from the El Mirador Hotel. It was a temporary building that was placed on the hotel site as a military hospital library serving the troops training under General and Freemason George Patton in preparation for and throughout World War II. The purchase price was a symbolic $1. The building was moved to the property on the corner of Ramon Road and Avenida Caballeros. When the San Diego survey was adopted by the U.S. Congress, the building was again moved 10 feet south to its current location in order to conform with the new survey map. The following brothers made significant contributions to the building of the first Masonic Center. Thor Fredrickson was appointed general contractor and accounted to what was then called the Palm Springs Masonic Temple Board for all necessary work and expenses. Massey Sand and Rock Company furnished and delivered all ready-mix cement at no charge. Brother Charles McDonald, Secretary Treasurer of Desert Water Agency, used the company tractor and laborers to lay 300 feet each of sewer, gas, and water lines. No bill or invoice was ever presented. Brian Hiram Gordon, then inspector of the 609th Masonic District, and a cement contractor donated all labor to pour and finish all necessary concrete work. Brother John Dill of Dill Lumber furnished all building materials at no charge. Brother Archie Long was the electrician for the city of Palm Springs, and he arranged to take his two-week vacation and six days of sick leave so that he could donate all electrical labor in the building. Brother O.G. Carlson the charter master owned a tin shop and donated all ductwork, kitchen hoods, roof caps, and down drains. Brother Perry Sanders roofed the building and agreed to maintain it in exchange for an amount equal to his annual dues, $15. Until his death, he took care of the lodge temple as if, if it was his own home. Brother Jesse Gardner furnished the labor to stucco outside and plaster inside walls and ceilings at no charge. Brother Oscar Mandinich supplied material and labor to finish the men's and women's restrooms, a 100-gallon water heater, and finish work for the kitchen. When a bill was requested from Brother Mandinich, he instead returned a $100 Ben Franklin bill and a note explaining that when his son Ted became a member of the lodge, his bill would be paid in full. Not only did Ted become a member, but his grandson Greg Mandinich remains a member of Palm Springs Lodge to this day.
Brother Albert Patton provided interior curtains. Brother Zachary Pitts furnished the lodge carpeting. City of Palm Springs donated trash and cleanup equipment. The Eastern Star furnished refreshments and lunch for laborers. The Palm Springs Masonic Center was completed for $9,000, including all heating and air conditioning, paint, hardwood floorings, and kitchen appliances. While President Harry Truman was in office, the White House was closed for extensive renovations. During a visit to the construction site, President Truman, a Freemason and past Grand Master of the Grand Lodge of Missouri, noticed carvings on many of the original foundation stones. He recognized that these were Mason marks, signatures left by the 18th century Scottish stonemasons who had built the original foundation. Upon hearing of a new Masonic Lodge being chartered in Palm Springs, President Truman sent two of these stones from the White House to the new Palm Springs Lodge, a rough and perfect ashlar, to be used as the furniture of the lodge. Palm Springs Lodge uses these stones from the White House today. In 1975, an agreement was reached with the neighboring church to trade a portion of the original property with corner access to Avenida Caballeros and Ramon Road in exchange for cash and a adjacent section north of the original property from the wash up to the existing property. What was once a barren corner in is now blocks from the Palm Springs Convention Center, Palm Springs International Airport, and all the shopping resorts and services of downtown Palm Springs. And the members of Palm Springs Masonic Lodge continue their honored legacy of service to the community. Some recent members of note include Ed McCubrey, founder of the Palm Springs Plaza Motors, restaurateur David Lyons, entrepreneur E. Joseph Cosman, founder of the Ant Farm and Spud Gun, whose leadership and mentoring has developed countless products that we all use every day. Michael Benteen, founder of the British The Goon Show, TV show, and comedy troupe. And Forrest Bird, inventor and founder of the Bird Respirator and Bird Medical Corporation. The resort nature of Palm Springs brings many Freemason visitors to the Palm Springs Masonic Lodge from all over the country and all over the world. It is common to share the meetings with the visiting brother from Canada, Mexico, Germany, France, Belgium, Japan, Great Britain. Portions of the original property have been traded or sold, and many modifications and additions have been made to the building over the years. But the community of Brother Masons continues always to maintain the Palm Springs Masonic Center as more than just their home. It is a theater, a meeting room, a dining hall, a patriotic center, a stage and a community center. Countless community groups and organizations have called the Palm Springs Masonic Center their home over the years. Many members of Palm Springs Lodge have served in public office as well as service to our Grand Lodge of California. In addition to the many serving on the Grand Lodge committees and as inspector of the Masonic District, past masters Thor Fredrickson served as junior Grand Steward and Robert Bertrand as senior Grand Steward, John Abernathy as senior Grand Deacon in 1987, and Mark Gibson 
as Grand Standard Bearer in 1992 and Grand Orator in 2008. Members of Palm Springs Masonic Lodge continue their tradition of leadership in the Coachella Valley. They vocationally serve in law enforcement, city services, education, construction, communication, real estate, hospitality, medicine, healthcare, and a wide variety of occupations. And they continue a tradition of volunteerism and financial support within the community with the strong support of services for the elderly, our public schools, and children in general. And there you have it, a brief summary, <laughs> 75 years worth, of the history of Palm Springs Lodge. And as I was researching some of that, trying to find out what the history of my lodge was, I, you know, I, I, shouldn't have been, I shouldn't have been surprised, but it was very surprising to hear all of that. And uh, recently we've had, since we opened up in September again, you know, ever since uh, uh, we began to get permission, uh, you know, after the cooties thing began to calm down, um, we had a bunch of prospects come back, but three of them just, we just got an application, one of them being Steve Grasha. He got very, very interested in the history of Palm Springs Lodge, and he began to research it on his own. You know, we, we, we didn't ask him to do that. And what he found fills in a little bit of the gaps that we just heard uh, right now. I'm going to share those with you because, again, it's all very interesting. The actual date that the luncheon club began to meet was November 26, 1937. That's when it was created. And it, it was at uh, El Mirador Hotel in Palm Springs. In April 22, 1945 is when Palm Springs chapter of Demolay was chartered. So we had a chapter there for a while. I don't know when that disappeared, but uh, it happens. And our actual birth date is uh, April 2nd, 1947. <clears throat> Excuse me. A very interesting fact that we discovered, thanks to Steve Grasha, was that uh, the person who donated the land during that time was uh, Pearl McManus. And this was, a, this was an article that came out in the Desert Sun way back in April 30th of 1948. And she donated this piece of land in honor, in memory of her father, who was Judge John Guthrie McCallum. And this is how the article read, as, you know, the, about him. It said it was, he was the first white settler in Palm Springs. The eminent San Francisco jurist came here in 1884 in search of health for his condition, established an impressive agricultural development and irrigation system as the first move in the creation of the resort of today. So that was pretty cool. And then February 14, 1956, that's when... Um, the sale of the first section, 14 land parcel, closed five acres. And um, that's when we bought it. This clears up a lot of, you know, maybe, you know, when you start learning about this, you start having questions naturally, and that, that tied it in nicely. So, you know, thank you, Brother Mark Gibson, for putting that together for us. This is something that should be read and shared actually more with our members. And now we're sharing it with all the listeners. So now all of our listeners know something about the origins of Palm Springs Lodge number 693. And I knew some of the members that 
was mentioned in there. So that that's pretty neat. John Abernathy, he was a secretary when I first joined way back in 2001 around there. Uh, Jim Nash. Jim Nash was the Bible bearer, I believe, uh, later on. And I'm not sure why Mark Gibson didn't include that. I think I have that correctly. Jim Nash, one of our past masters of our lodge. One of my mentors for ritual work and the conduct of a Mason. A World War II vet, I believe. And uh, it helps a member when he learns about the history of his lodge and how it came about. And you, it just connects you. That's how I felt the day of our 75th anniversary when we had the Grand Master down and his wife and some of his uh, entourage. And I was reading this. I really felt that connection that day. And I hope all the members of our lodge did as well. Um, that day was a complete success thanks to our brother Jeff Gibson, who pretty much spearheaded the whole thing. We, Some of us from, you know, from time to time, pitched in, helped out, but he ensured that everything got done. He ensured that every every person that needed to get contacted did. And we had uh from the mayor of Palm Springs, uh Glenn Miller, you know, presenting us with the I think a congressional declaration of California. Um something like that. You know, it's nicely framed. So we have all of that at Palm Springs Lodge and it was thanks to the efforts of our brother Jeff Gibson and many other members that helped out to make ins- you know, help ensure that it was a complete and total success. So, other than that, brothers, I mean, I, I gotta, I gotta say, you know, we're heading into summer here. Date is, I don't know, June 11th, I believe. Today, tomorrow will be the 12th, and it's already, you know, 112. It's getting hot out there. It's getting hot out there. So. We will not stop working out. We will take precautions. We will hydrate before we work out, hydrate hopefully all day long because we get out there at 6 o'clock either in my dungeon or in my uh, buddy David Perez's dungeon. And uh, we, we hit it, man. But we are making sure that we're drinking water. We're, we are, you know, making sure that everybody looks okay. And if somebody, like, drops or passes out, we just drag him to the side so he doesn't interfere with our workout because, you know, we got priorities. But we make sure that they're hydrated. You know, we spray all kinds of water on them and, you know, um, they'll come around. And what are you waiting for when it comes to exercise again? You know, a simple walking routine, brethren. You know this. I know this. And it, it, you know, works wonders. And I just shared something on my Instagram. Uh, Some uh, gentleman that I follow, uh, he... he, uh, recorded and shared with us a doctor talking about the benefits of push-ups and you know a study that they did between men who are men or or people that you know men or women that perform push-ups and can do a certain amount of push-ups and ones that didn't and the the increase the ones who didn't and the increase of uh, you know heart problems and things like that because you know push-ups increase metabolism uh you know, begins to help with all kinds of other benefits, health benefits. So, brethren, you got to jump on it. Got to jump on it. And with that, this is Masonic Muscle, brethren, and you know it. These strong sessions are calculated to inculcate in the mind of the novitiate the importance of subduing our passions, 
and improving ourselves in masonry, feeding the attentive ear with the sound of the instructive tongue, endeavoring to add to the common stock of knowledge and understanding, effectively spreading the cement of knowledge and wisdom.